And joining me right now on the phone, Joanna Bateman. Hey, what's up, Pam? What's up, Mutiny? How's it going? Woo! Yeah, that's where the crowd was like, woo! And, uh, and I'd be like, yeah, what up, Mission District? And the crowd would go like, Woohoo! And I'd be like, Yeah, San Francisco, what up? Are you and are you crowd, not in SF right now? Am I? No, I am. I'm in SF. Oh, okay. I would be like, What up, SF? And okay, then sweet. SF crowd would be like, Yeah. And then I'd be like, What up, California? <laughs> and then I'd be like, What up, America? And people would be like, well, not so much. I don't know. I don't know. How are you feeling about the state of things, Pam? How uh, are you? How are you feeling? Uh, you know, uh, no, absolutely nothing's different for me. I mean, I, I've, I've always been poor. The same people still don't have housing in the Tenderloin. I was looking out my window and there's this guy called Fuck My Life because he always just stares at himself and goes like, Fuck My Life! So I call him yeah. Fuck My Life. Yeah, and his whole life there. is exactly the same. Every there is not one thing has changed for him. <laughs> not one thing. So I think it, a lot of it has to do with That's perspective. Great. Like, yeah, no, I totally feel that perspective. My life has my life. You know, my life. It's, I'm kind of a germ freak, so I'm really grateful that like everybody's respecting each other's distances. I'm like, this, can you imagine if this had happened? Like, if this had been the response to the Me Too movement, like. <laughs> If after Harvey Weinstein got, like, totally tanked and, you know, Louis C.K. and all those guys and freaking everybody. Can you imagine if the next day you went out to go to the grocery and everybody was, like, giving you six feet distance, like, and nobody was, like, talking to you who you didn't know and nobody was, like, it would be, like, oh, my God, like, people get it. Like, respect my space. Like, yeah. I don't want anybody to talk to me right now. So... But there, but then, but then you, then you see like grown men in the grocery store with like a list and like a pencil, and they're like hyperventilating, like they've never done it before in their lives, and they're like staring at the list and scratching, you know, potato off on the list, and they're just like barely breathing because they're so just like freaked out that that their caretaker for their children isn't there anymore and that the maid isn't there anymore and they're like ah honey you got a dust like this place is a mess and she's like i don't normally do that we pay somebody to do that and it's like who's walking our dogs i don't know we pay somebody to do that too it's like who's teaching our kids i don't know we pay somebody to do that too like everybody's having to like do this shit that other people do for them it's like I don't know. I feel like people are really like having to take a real good hard look at their life choices and like face what they've made in their lives. Who's living my life from it right now? Who's living my life? I I pay someone to do that. Exactly. So that I can just watch Netflix. No, I'm kidding. I don't want to watch any Netflix. Yeah, I don't watch any Netflix, but I'm watching I'm watching uh, the science of right now they just Ooh. they just uh they just uh like put uh, breast milk in a in a scientific like breakdown of its elements sweet broke it down into the fat uh and the 22 percent fat baby carb i know i was like i want pam breast milk yeah. with the 
THCs. Yeah, CBDs, THCs. I mean, so many cannabinoids. <laughs> so many usable cannabinoids. Yes, yes, yes. So how, well, are, you, how are you faring? Because obviously huh? there's no yoga. I mean, you can yoga in your house. Are you like, are you like doing live stream yoga on Zoom, like where people are all? There, yes, yes, yes. There are. I, I am not, I am not personally doing that. Uh, but I did watch my friend because I, I'm not a yoga teacher. I'm just a checker inner at oh, the studio. So my job got shut down real quick. I got told on, you know, Monday the 16th that. We were shutting everything down, and so I filed for unemployment, and I, you know, am uh, cooking and uh, taking care of my uh, my man because oh. he can't go out to eat as much. And, like, so for the first time in our four years, I'm, like, cooking on the regular and, like, enjoying, like, you know, he's eating at home because he was, like, kind of, like, addicted to eating out and stuff. Oh. So that's been an interesting thing, like, Figuring out, you know, it's like, yeah, it's been interesting. I've, I've enjoyed it, actually. It's been kind of rewarding. It's like, look at my frontiers woman skills coming into play. Like, hell yeah. Look at these genes, these farmer genes, these women. I, I know how to feed a man. I can keep you full. I'm, I feel, I feel, yeah. I'm hoping it's all, it's worse than we think it is because supposedly we're going to be off all of this on April 7th. And I'm like, no. Double down, make it crazier. Let's make this apocalypse roll, man. Let's get to it. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to the yeah. let's, let's get to the fun part, like the dangerous part. Like when I get to go get my new house. There's a house. Yeah. There's a house I'm gonna yeah. get. That's my house now. Um, exactly. Yes. Let's keep this thing rolling. Just a couple more months. Just a like, couple more on, months. Just this. let everybody get a little more desperate, and then my skills really come to fruition. <laughs> Now, then, then my ability to murder pigeons and eat them is going to, over an open fire, it's really going to yeah, take into effect. Yeah, my ability to, like, skin a trout, you know, what? from my bird bath that Hell I've, yeah. like, made from just digging a hole and, like, you know, like, I want to I wanna be a bear in the river that all of a sudden gets made because human beings, you know, I don't know. Yeah. All I know is, Pam, that um, I am I am actually doing something on the Instagrams that I want to promote to anybody who's cool. listening right now. I'm doing an Instagram live talk show on Monday through Thursday from 12.45 to 1.45 Pacific time. And uh, you can tune in on the live, Instagram live, Joanna. It's going to be called Upbeat with Joanna Bateman. <laughs> and, like, I'd love to, uh, yeah, interview you. You can come. All you have to do is see my little circle on Instagram live, and uh, you can just press request uh, to join my live show. And uh, several comedians are going to be on there, and uh, we're just going to, like, I'm just going to try to have a, creative outlet much uh, much like you have Pam right Sweet. now yeah you're gonna a talk, a talk show that's great yeah this, yeah a talk this, show with this, like gardening and like crafts and like sure. and comedy at the end and you know like a song and dance portion well Keep I know light. you've got your cooking down now you said you've been practicing the cooking so you've got the whole exactly yeah feed your beast 
how to feed your beast. <laughs> I remember your it, joke when he leaves the house and then you pull your boob out and you're like, and then you get the peanut yes, butter. Yes, so I have that image in my head right now. I'm like, oh, but he's there. Yes, so it's she's not going to let know. the tentacles out to get the peanut butter exactly, jar. Exactly, exactly. Now I feel more like, I feel less like a girlfriend and more like a lieutenant <laughs> right now. <laughs> You're on I the same army. I definitely feel like, yeah, I definitely feel like I'm like, what is it today, Sarge? Like, what do you need? <laughs> what is it that we need today? Oh, that's very like, sweet. So you're like yeah, Team Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, we're Team Apocalypse. Uh, we went to the track today, the Kizar Stadium track. Oh. And uh, that was a little risky because you can't really stay six feet apart all the time because if you pass somebody or if you get passed on the track, like, they're... Well, also, and then, if you're running, you probably aren't going to have a respiratory. I mean, the people that are out running probably saying. aren't sick because it's that's a respiratory disease and you're running. Yeah. So I think yeah, you're fine. I, mean. <laughs> I think. Yeah, but then there was orders today saying that uh, they're advising you that the city of San Francisco is advising to not go anywhere that isn't walking distance from your house. But everything is walking distance in San Francisco. It's seven by seven. Exactly. Boom. That's there like, you go, Pam. I've been walking every day from the Tenderloin here to the Mission to the station because I want mm-hmm. exercise. I'm not just going to sit on my ass all day. Like Exactly. It, it's like two miles. Come on. It, yeah. <laughs> no big deal. But I don't, I don't want to no become deal. sedentary either. I'm trying to walk every day because... Yeah, exactly. And I'm because it's so easy to fall into. What was that? I said you have to stay strong. Yeah, you have to keep your body moving. Yeah. Well, you don't want to fall into patterns of like waking up super late. Like, I mean, okay, so I haven't been I haven't been drinking that much, and usually in a crisis like this, I'd be like, I'm gonna be drunk all the time, and I I haven't been, but. Yeah, gotta stay healthy. Well, like, wake up in the morning. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, like so push ups, drink a smoothie, yeah. fucking exactly. Yes. Now's the time to optimize your health, and it's like you're doing everything because you're choosing to do it. It's kind of liberating in some form. Like everything you do right now is a choice that you're doing. You yeah, read mean, read a book. Oh my god, isn't that fun? And people are like, oh, I just yeah. don't have any time to read. It's like, actually, now is a great time. You got time. <laughs> get a cat. Sam, was... what's your book rec? What's your book recommendation right oh, now? Oh, well, you know, the easiest, the easiest go-to for me for anything is always Stephen King. He's such a great and just incredible writer, and he has such a breadth of work that you can get anything. Like, I, I mean, I'm just about to reread The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon only because I just saw it on my shelf like yesterday. It's like, oh, I love And I haven't read it again like this year. And I love, 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 love. It's a deep cut from Stephen King. It's about an 11-year-old girl who gets lost in the forest. And there's a bear, but is a bear real? And is she sick? And what's going on? And oh, it's so crazy. It's such a good book. And, and he, Oh, my God. It yeah. sounds awesome. And she's like, and that he's an old, well, Stephen King's not like an old man, but He's, but to do a first-person narrative from the eyes of an 11-year-old girl and make it fucking believe, like, make me be like, yeah, like, I'm that's I'm cool. in. That's a talent. Right. Yeah, so dope. he can do no wrong in my eyes. But uh, there's also, like, super fluffy, fun stuff. I don't know if anybody's ever read um, the Divergence series. Uh, there's four of yeah. them. 
and it yeah. is fluffy and fun and you could just zip through it's like tv in your head and it's Ooh. it's a, it's great the divergent series i know that they made a movie out of it or whatever but fuck the movie don't watch the movie read the books read the book divergent yeah. series yeah Let's do it Let's yeah do it's it. in post-apocalyptic um chicago and oh, great. Yeah, That's it's... where Chicago is right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So you but you've been you've been creative. You got your show coming up. You've been... I've got my show coming up. I've been in I've been weeding. I've been weeding the, the the clovers that come up around where I live and taking care of like the earth um outside of my immediate housing and um I filed for unemployment. I look forward to receiving my check. <laughs> like, I'm, uh, uh, you know, it's like Andrew Wang, whose like dream is coming true right now. Right. Like, who knew it had to come to a pandemic to get, you know, everybody paid some money. So, yeah, we'll see. I've got some we'll grants see. in the. I've got some grants in the works for because I don't. I don't have any. I can't get any unemployment. It doesn't work you for can't, me. can't? Not from your bar? Well, well, I don't, I only work one day a week there, so it's just not even Aww. worth it to, like, fuck with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. To, for them to give me 30 bucks and then take half of it or whatever and tap, it just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make any sense, like, yeah. at all. So I'm just yeah. not in, doing that. You're getting this, the grants. You're getting those artist grants. Yeah, I'm trying, because the station, there's just no income here, and uh, yeah, absolutely. I am not. like, yeah. ah, but if everything, you know what, everything will work out. I'm not, I'm honestly not afraid. And I've never, this isn't, this apocalypse has been hella fun. I've never had more fun. I've been creative. I've been writing. I've been, everything's been great. Like, yeah, it's like the quarantine is like a residency of some kind. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It, is. it really, I it mean, is. I feel take, I feel like as long as I'm taking care of, you know, myself and the people like around me and like checking in. And this has been really great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're Sam. amazing. Thanks for being there. Well, you can call being- anytime to 415 But I'm still here for all the open mics I was running. It's just that I ask people to call in or I just play music. And sometimes I yeah. talk because I feel like I need to talk. And sometimes I yeah. play, sometimes I play, mu- sometimes I play like the news of what's going on. But I feel like... There's, I don't know what information's coming out. It, it's it's spooky, and I feel like I'm in a movie, and I know that yeah. I'm not because, yeah, because this it, the not. Matrix is cooler. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I feel like the outfits, like my outfits, would be better if this was a movie. I yeah. feel like I feel it like my makeup would be. Someone yeah. would be doing it's my hair. Weird. It would be fluffier. Something. So I know it's not a yeah. movie, but I really feel like it feels like a movie. Like. All bets are off. Burn it down. Like, what's going on? It's, but I also know, people are really being calm about it. And like, I don't well, you have to be, we have to, be. you have to remain calm. That is like, I think that's like the female energy right now. Like what I was describing to my friend, I was like, it's like society had been going to like, and I don't know if you're familiar with this, uh, fitness companies, exercise, uh, like fitness company called orange theory fitness. It's just like everything in the store is orange. They play really, really loud music. It's high intensity circuit training. And you're like, your blood is like hooked up to some machine. And everybody in the whole workout room can see like your heart rate. And you're, 
your the goal of the whole like hour and a half that you're in there is to keep your heart rate in the orange zone, Whoa. and it's like insane. It's insane workouts. It's, it's ludicrous people who take these classes, but I know that I know people who do, and um, it's as though society has been going to these Orange Theory fitness classes for like a you know 50 year period, and we've just been speeding up and speeding up and speeding up. And then this just caused everybody to, like, stop going to their Orange Theory, theory fitness classes and, like, a mandatory restorative yin yoga class was, like, <laughs> placed upon you. And it's, like, everybody's, like, forced to, like, have a sandbag over their, like, genitals and, like, a bolster underneath their knees and, like, forehead. And, like, they're just, like, wrapped in blankets. And it's just, like, it's a very in energy that's just like make you have and you have to surrender to it and try to be in a state of calm because if you're not then you're stuck in this i mean i mean it's it's crazy like it's just crazy like we're, we're not a country that's used to being restricted right we're not a country that's used to thinking about others we're not a country that's used to thinking about other people's health and and the the immediate like repercussions of your actions like we are not a people that think like this right and so like to have to stand six feet apart in line at a grocery store just to get into the grocery store is like so un-american like we aren't used to getting what we want when we want it and moving at this accelerated the, you know the thing money is grabbing pace it seems so dumb to me though that they keep us at six feet distance outside and then you go in and everyone's touching everything anyway like if, I, I yeah. mean, everywhere we go, like all of this distancing stuff is like, it, if it's going to travel, it's going to travel. Like if you have it and you go into a store, everything you touch now has it, right? Like, yeah, but I, yo, I'm wearing those gloves. Okay. I'm wearing those gloves. I've got gloves on my hands. I'm not touching. And when I, and I, I come home and I, I spray everything down. I like, serious. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to get it. I don't want to get it. I'm scared of this, like, this thing you, you know, that's, like, traveling. The only thing I'm scared, I'm not scared of getting it. I'm scared of being a vector for it because other people will shame me. My fear with it uh, isn't about getting sick. I'm 45 and I ain't going to get sick. I'm going to be fine when I get it, when everyone gets it or whatever, the cold or whatever it is that we all get. Right, I'm going to be fine. Right. I'm in good shape. I haven't been drinking that much lately. My body's great. I'm eating well. I'm... Yeah, I don't have respiratory issues. I don't have yeah. any high blood pressure. I have really low blood. I mean, I'm healthy. So yeah, I'm not worried about me getting sick myself. I'm worried that if someone, if but I if am a people, carrier, yes. that they could be like, yes. now you're in the FEMA camp. And somehow that, yes. because I do live in a fantasy world and a movie really in my head, I'm like, oh my God. If I got sick, what what are they going to do with the people that are sick? Are they just going to take away their civil liberties and be like, okay, now you're over here. Now you have to live here or you have to stay even here. Even the people that are well, Pam, even the people in Los Angeles, the Mercy, the U.S. Navy Mercy ship that came into the port of Los Angeles, they're moving the non-COVID-19 patients onto the Mercy Navy ship. So that they can have room for the COVID patients in the hospital. So wow. how would that feel? You're in the hospital, not for anything scary. Like maybe it's scary, but it's like not COVID nineteen. Yeah. Like, and all of a sudden they're moving you onto a fucking Navy ship hospital. 
I was just thinking about that. Like, um, I was that's cutting. What's happening right now? I, I was Some cutting. Guy just had a heart attack and was being moved onto the Navy ship hospital. Or the like, I was I was cutting something with a knife, and I thought, oh my god, don't cut yourself, don't cut yourself at any time, because if you actually do cut yourself, yes. you can't go to the hospital to get yes. stitches. Yes. Don't hurt yourself. Don't trip. Don't yes. skateboard. Don't fall off anything. I know. Don't. It's the time to be very don't get, cautious. Yeah, be cautious. Because if you did, because yeah. I was thinking about that, I was cutting something with a knife, and I was like, "Sharpen oh, your knives. Yeah. Sharpen your knives." Like if I cut my hand really badly, going to cut you. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go to the That's hospital. I'd super glue it. Be like, "Fuck I it." Know. I've been nicking myself. My hands are all nicked because I've been so nervous. I like mm. been nervously like chopping carrots and like nicking my knuckles, and like I tried to open a takeout carrier. I was my boyfriend went and got out like got to go from a Thai restaurant, and I was so like nervous when I was opening up the to-go container that I like sliced my pointer finger in the container. On the plastic? Like, oh my God. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. On the plastic. I sliced my finger open from a plastic container because I was just like nervously opening my to-go food because I was like, oh my God. And I, I feel like people are like, if you don't have a practice to like keep your, uh, your stress down, it's not like we... And, and and in some ways, this, like, stay at home, it's like, it's for some people, like, staying at home is fine. You have a partner that you respect, that respects you, that's, like, nice to you. But, like, you know, some people are not as lucky and not in such, like, environments that are conducive to a calm, stress-free zone. And right. It's like, ugh. Well, that's not very comedic. This isn't very no, no, hey, funny. it doesn't. It's so hard. We did a We did a Zoom thing tonight. It is so it's weird so to, to try right to do now. comedy for people on a video. It is so antithetical to anything that I'm used to. I did it anyway, but still. Yeah. Oh, that's good practice. That's I good practice. Guess. Like look at me perform in front of a camera. What would I do? I feel like it's I'm I feel like it's I know. like I feel like I was in junior high again auditioning for the for the Disney Channel or something <laughs> where I like had a VHS thing and I'd like press play and run around to the side and be like, Hey Disney, I wanna be on your show and then like you know, sing a little song and do a little dance. Felt like I know. that. Yeah. Felt like that. I'm watching now on the PBS science uh, food science show, they're they're literally showing like been like five minutes of this man milking a cow. Oh, like I'm yeah. looking at cow nips. Ooh, long I and feel weird. Bad for the cows, yo. Does that feel good to them? Like, do they wish it was a baby milk, like eating them, or do they like the male hands? That's a good question. <laughs> they have to uh, roll down. The, uh, you know, cows seeing a cow nipple like that makes me feel just so much better about my own nipples because I feel like they're so big. But not yeah, as. But but then in comp- perspective, you know, when you look at a cow's udder, which has like four That's weird nipply appendages. Exactly. Like, mine are fine. They're fine. Yeah, yours are fine. They're fine. I was watching The Godfather last night. The and, Godfather, uh, which you know, one? The Godfather, the first one. Oh, good. And I was looking at the girl who he marries, the like Italian girl. She's very young. <laughs> And she shows her full breasts, and her breasts look to be about 15 years old. Oh. <laughs> she was very young, that actress, whoever she was. Young. Well, b- 
boobs. Everyone loves boobs. You know, I think this is a strange theory, and I don't know if it's a joke or not, but I did learn it in a gender studies class in like the 90s, so I sort of believe it. But that women have more of a propensity to be bi because we are able to birth children and they can suckle and we can love them. You can love a boy and a girl equally because you're able to care for them and literally like feed them so you can create an intimate connection with both men and women with both genders with both genders yeah Mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense my bi is made sense by that i feel that Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other? Would you, uh, t- tell everybody again about your Instagram. Twelve forty-five to one forty-five. Twelve forty-five to one forty-five Pacific. Monday um, through yeah, Thursday. Monday through Thursday. Because I'm predicting we don't go to a five-day work week after this. Like I hope after this is all said and done, whenever we do get back to normal. It will never be normal again to go Monday through Friday work week. I think we're going to do Monday through Thursday. That's my hope. That's my dream. Sure. That we cut it down because. Like, I don't think we're needed to work as much as we were working. <laughs> like, I don't oh, think I agree we're with needed that. to work that much. I right mean, now, so much is automated. I don't think we need to do it. So I'm doing Monday through Thursday, 1245 to 145 on Instagram. My handle is Joanna Batemans. That's J-O-A-N-N-A-B-A-T-E-M-A-N-S. Joanna Batemans Instagram. And... Uh, on Monday, I've got comedian Marcus Howard. Oh, right. He's hilarious. Guest. He's hilarious. He's so funny. And I also have this woman from Los Angeles. She's like a Reiki healer. And we're going to talk about, like, intentions and, like, the shadow side of this current moment. Wow. And also, like, the power of our words and just setting some intentions for the week of like what I want my my show to be, which is a place of connection and lightheartedness and like positivity and and just like fuck it, like this is the entertainment wild wild west now. Like everything is shut down, people aren't together. Like everybody's at home staring at their phones. So I'm trying to like be on that. Yeah, hell yeah. Catch it while it's hot, baby. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, anyways, that's my thing. But Pam, I love you so oh, much. Oh, Joanna, you're the best. For having me on. Yeah, thank you for calling in to Mutiny Radio. We're still here. Mutiny you can, Radio. You can stream us all the time. Get our app. And uh, thank you again, Joanna Bateman, for calling in. Yay! Bye bye. All right, bye. Yay, love you. Bye. Yay. Yay uh, yes, you can. You can. Uh, you can get our app. That's what you can do. You can stream us live. It's uh, free on your iPhone. You could also listen on your Samsung or whatever us to mutinyradio.fm if you're listening now, or maybe you're listening to this later. I'm going to move some things over to the night playlist. So, yeah, Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. It seems like it's no longer, doesn't it? It's kind of sad uh, that we don't have comedians for you. Sorry! But I will put on some lovely, most likely, black, black plastic, and he will be back tomorrow. I believe I will also be back tomorrow for the afternoon show. Oh, this is, everything is all messed up here. Dang it, dang it, dang it. Sorry, dead air.
Test, test. Test, test. Check, 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 check. Cool. Yeah, man. Cool. How's it going, Paulo? What's up, guys? This is uh, your host, Lazy Chakra, with the Here and Meow podcast. Please tune in at pcrcollective.org. Today's guest, a, a childhood friend and classmate of mine, Wally Sandmeyer. Hello there. Wally, how are you doing? Just uh, kind of get your mouth kind of closer. Yeah, you can I adjust know. it. You can adjust it. Um, yeah, man. How was how was parking? How was oh, was parking a, a biatch? Yeah, San Francisco parking. It's never been good. And late night on a Saturday, it's just crowded everywhere. Yep, yep. So uh, if you, I think we're about. I'm about ten episodes deep into this podcast, and is that right? Hope you guys are enjoying that. What did I do today? Um, I uh, had lunch with Wally in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Oakland is dope. Uh, we had we had ramen um, and we had coffee. Don't forget the sake. Temescal. Oh, sake as well. Sake as well. Yep. Cold sake. <laughs> um, yeah. Sometimes people take sake very seriously. The Japanese they do they take do. sake very seriously. When you go to certain uh, ramen places, they have this one sake that looks like jizz. It's like white <laughs> and thick. It's like white and thick sake that's really cold, but it tastes like fucking uh, lychee or something. Huh? You sure? It's yeah, sake but it looks like, like jizz. White rice wine or some actual jizz in your cup. It's just like fruity jizz. It's so great. Um, but yeah, guys, I got some records. I got a selection of records I picked up. Um, and yeah, I'm nothing on my mind currently. Uh, the time, 10.03 p.m. Great. So um, let's talk. Wally, how's it? Let's talk about living in Oakland. No? Let's let's do that. Living in Oakland? Living in Oakland yeah. isn't half bad. I mean... Everyone tells me that it's getting gentrified, but I don't really know about that. I suppose it is, but from what I can tell, Oakland is really nice right now. So many community projects going on. Yeah. I live right near the lake, so it's gorgeous. Right. Yeah. There is a motorcycle on the sidewalk. Dude, there's a guy. Oh, my God. These mics are excellent, huh? Yeah, these are dope, right? They are. Are they dope? Yeah. Yeah, so Wally, um, we went to uh, St. Timothy's Middle School together. Oh, don't promote that. They don't need Oh, yeah, they need to know that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Who cares about our past? Let's talk Catholic about... Catholic school paths? Yeah, no one yeah. needs to know about that. We can erase that already. There were some cool things about Catholic school, for sure. This is my second guest. Uh, my first guest was uh, Cliff. You heard Cliff. And uh, Wally is my new guest. Happy to be here. Yeah, great. Middle school is dope. So so in middle school, like, our uniform was uh, corduroy. It was corduroy and, like, a white-collared shirt with a sweatshirt over it. Yeah, and I think it was corduroy and a polo and a sweater. Weird stuff for a Catholic school, but... Yeah. And in, in a, on a physical education days, of course, we had, like, a, like a butch lesbian uh, teacher. I think her name was uh, Mrs... Uh, Tafoya. Yeah, she, her name was Miss Tafoya, and we'd wear, on PE days, we wore sweatpants, white collared shirts, and a sweatshirt. 
and I remember the corduroy pants were kind of expensive and sometimes the poor kids in the class would always wear sweatpants yeah like yeah, mark because they couldn't afford the uh, corduroy <laughs> pants and we get our uniforms from dennis and when you're driving over uh the overpass on 11th street you can see a dennis uniform but some kids were too poor to afford the corduroy pants they were yeah <laughs> Fortunately, I had two <laughs> pairs of corduroy, so I considered myself a high roller. But you're forgetting, I was only there for first through fourth grade, so yeah. I don't remember too much of it anymore. Yeah. There's something weird about church in, in middle schools. Uh, in our middle school church, I would always pop an erection uh, oh my God. In, the, in the church. I don't know why. Maybe it was like the stained glass on the windows. Was it like the... That's just a beautiful ray of light. The wood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like... Oh, the stained glass. The sun coming through the stained glass is making me so hard. Or maybe you just love Jesus. Yeah. What did you, uh, when you were, we'd have confession, of course. Uh, these are my confessions. Oh, we don't want to get Oh, sure. Um, yeah, well, we'd have confessions, and the priest was always like some, like, Filipino dude. Uh, they were always weird and creepy, but I think confession booths are very awkward. Especially in, there's a lot of cool games like Hitman, the video game. Like, uh, he would go to a confession booth in like Florence and it'd be so sick. There's like, confession booths are so unique. There's like a, there's like a, there's like a separation between you. You can't see the priest. All you hear is his voice. It's supposed to be a religious experience. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if you went to confession one day and you're like. Odd experience. Yeah. You're like. I murdered some kid. And then the priest is like, 1,000 Hail Marys, 1,000 Our Fathers, and uh, do your homework. See, I always wondered about that. <laughs> Did the fathers ever report crimes that they hear from people in confession? I assume they would for someone where it gets to a certain level, but yeah. I've never heard of I it. I mean, I would usually say like, hey, man, I'm trying to quit watching porn. I, I jerk off. But I'm sure priests jerk off for sure. But married. yeah, they can't. If some kid is like, "Oh, I, I, uh, I'm planning to shoot up the school uh, tomorrow," of course the priest is gonna tell the teacher or the principal. Yeah, yeah. But what, what would you confess about in the in the, the confession booth? One time, I once stole one of those bionicles from the nearby toy store. Felt oh really shit! Bad about it. Felt mm. really bad at it. Third grade. I mean, it was worth it. It was the green one, and that guy Ooh. was sick. And it wasn't just the original Bionicles. It was the one where you press the thing on the back and the head shoots forward. Ooh, Bionicles were were fucking chronic and and yeah. so great because you turn them like three hundred. There was a button on the back of it. It would turn and the like, arms would swing. And people there was a there was them. a button on the back of it that would turn three hundred sixty degrees. This was like Fall Raven backpacks before Fall Raven backpacks. I don't even These know bionicles. what Fall Raven is. Uh, Fall Raven is a... They have like multicolored German bags that you wear on your back and they look really gay and stupid. But do they have a dial you can twist? And yeah, there's a, something you can twist. People, when they wear them, they're like, I'm a bionicle wearing a Fall Raven backpack. Mm. But they're gay like Swedish or German backpacks that people, uh, hipsters wear because they claim they're cool. Uh, but Bionicles, man, I, I love Bionicles. I had, there were so many colors. The green one you're talking about was like, uh, was like green and light green, correct? I believe so. I think yeah. So. Lots of toys. I think it was the poison one. Cause I don't remember, but it was the guy in the jungle. 
Yeah, it's kind of funny. That was a great campaign that Bionicles was. Crazy Lego, Bones. Lego has always done so well. But yeah, Crazy Bones, that was like the yeah. collectible fucking marbles of our generation. Yeah, dude. I remember my middle finger and my nail would actually like get a little... <laughs> Like bruised, I would bruise my fucking nails when I was playing with Crazy Bones. Got an intensive to flick it hard. Yeah, there was this place in San Mateo called uh, Zany Brainy. Zany Brainy. Oh my god, I love that place. That's ah, gone now, but we can still put in the plug for Zany Brainy. If there are any out there, y'all should definitely check out Zany Brainy. They yeah. had some great toys. What are kids playing with today? I don't. I don't Fortnite. know. Fortnite. Oh fuck, that sucks. <laughs> Does not compare to Crazy Bones, man. I don't know shit about our children's generation other than uh, Fortnite. Baby shark, 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 shark. Baby shark, oh, shark, yeah, shark. Remix mommy shark, 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 shark. Mommy shark. I think shark. it's baby shark. Do 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 yeah, do do do. Baby shark. Do 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 do. Baby shark. shark. Yeah. Mama. I don't want to vibe with you too hard on this podcast, but I hope we talk it. I'm uh I'm playing my uh recently acquired records tonight oh what are they <laughs> some uh so i have some i got a i got a flume i got some recently acquired records flume fucking flume huh? from uh battalia mike battalia um oh uh no but i have a, a george benson record uh recently acquired uh well, why are we talking? Let's put one of these on. Now we're going to talk a little bit more. We got time, oh, okay. dude. Okay. 10 okay, hours. It's 10, 11. I thought you were about to say 10 hours. We got 10 hours here in this booth. Oh, my God. We don't have dude. enough records, man. Dude, yeah. And I don't have that many things to say. Yeah. I start. I start. No, person. just you're my co-host. You're my co-host, Wally Sandmeyer. And yeah, he's, that doesn't mean I'm very interesting. Wally, okay. Say. Yeah, Wally's like 6'3", is wearing a watch. So yeah. just picture a 6'3", white guy wearing a watch and... Just connect the dots from there. White guy face type three. <laughs> <laughs> Basic white guy face type three, yeah. Face type three. Yeah, your your uh your face would come up in the uh in the default for a creating of an NBA live character. Huh. Right. Like a white right. NBA live character. Have you described yourself on this podcast yet? Dude, I that's why I have a, go- a guest, because I talk too much about myself a ghost. and my recently acquired records. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, well, but... Should we get into current events or something? Oh, yeah, I'd love that shit. All right, Fuck current yeah. events. Game of Thrones is over, and I'm upset. But I Ooh, think yeah. it's time. Game That's all I really have to say. GOT. I know there were some people that were so upset about the ending, and I am too. But I'm glad it was. we at least got it, an ending. Yeah. I don't know anything about Game of Thrones. I'm not a. I know it's. Uh, it's excellent, but it's great. They got ahead of the books. Only the fifth book is out. There are supposed to be two more. What is that? What is that chair with fucking like sharp dildos on it? Uh, oh, swords. Oh, it, come on! You gotta know. What that. is that thing called? It's the throne. It's the Iron Throne. It was made out of melted swords of the people they conquered. That's what they're all fighting for. Oh God! For. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> if I was alive during GOT, I would. I would have been beheaded like ten years ago. Oh yeah. For being an asshole and a jerk. I would say one snarky comment and then just die. Is that how it works? Like, if a king is like, hey, fucker, you said something out of line, they'll like be like, guards, take him and behead him on the guillotine. Yeah, there's a king exactly like that, Joffrey. Well, actually, a lot of kings are fucked up. but So shit talking was definitely like not okay. Oh, these are my recently acquired records. 
Uh, so shit talking was not okay during those days. Oh, yeah, I know that. that the real Game of Thrones is uh, um, uh, is like uh, the War of the Roses. No, no, it was filmed in New Zealand. I think it was in Ireland, but they might have done shooting in New Zealand. Yeah, they did Lord of the Rings in New Zealand. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where like they have the Hobbit like fucking Shire. We can go visit. Yeah, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Nice. Feel- All blacks again. Hey, don't insult that rugby team. That rugby team is amazing. They have the haka. Yeah, do you know the the haka? The haka. No. God damn, dude. The haka. I don't know. Holy shit. How to say it. Yeah, it's intimidating, but it's so cool to see. If anyone doesn't know what that is, look up H A K A on YouTube. The All Blacks rugby team says. Way to get hyped up for an event. Usually for this event, this podcast, I usually just drink like a flask of Smirnoff and smoke cigarettes. But I'm sober now. That's almost a haka. Definitely less. (laughs) Less my hipster haka, some alcohol and cigarettes. Mm. But I'm not going to smoke and drink tonight because it's. Just don't want to. Okay. Recently acquired records. Uh, High on life and music. Yeah, dude. It's I it's funny like this kind of into oh I'm kind of into music this is like a music podcast for sure <laughs> so I've been shooting uh I've been shooting YouTube videos um mm-hmm. and uh I kind of talk about just like my life as a music blogger and in a video I was complaining about my Apple products acting up a little bit do you own apple products at all i have an apple what is it like airbook i have an apple airbook and it's pretty nice oh an airbook yeah my phone is an android i was in a video in a recent video i was bitching about my apple products acting up and i'm that's so i'm kind of more humbled now and i'm like hmm imagine just like a a poor family just drinking apple juice with their dinner they can't afford mac products (laughs) That's no. sad. They're poor. They're drinking apple juice, Martinelli's, and guess what? They can't afford Apple products. Mm. Sometimes the kids are at dinner, and the parents are like, hey, sorry, there's not enough food. We ordered uh, chow mein and and sweet and sour pork, but there's none left for you. Chow mein, sweet and sour pork, and apple juice. Go back to your, go back to your room. Oh, my God. Yeah. One time, I was so broke that for dinner, I got hungry. You were wait. That's a weird statement. You were so broke for dinner that you got hungry. Yeah. Well, or or you could say I went yeah. to bed. I'm like you, where'd you go for dinner last night? Oh, to bed. Yeah. When I had depression, sometimes like instead of like eating, I would just sleep and not eat. Oh, that happens. Yeah, that's sad, dude. It is. It's fucking sad. Well, let's bring it back out of that sadness. Yeah. But because it's also a good way to lose weight, apparently. But probably not. I think that's a hoax. Yeah. Totes. Totes my goats. Do you listen to podcasts at all? Like, I know that there's many podcasts. A few. I really like Welcome to the Night Vale or Welcome to Night Vale. Oh. It's a podcast where everything is a conspiracy theory. Oh, like a uh, conspiracy theory. It makes People no People say sense. the Illuminati is fake. Uh, that shit is as real as... Uh, uh, as real, they are real. I don't think they They're, have nearly as much power as people say they do. If there's if there's any company or organization that has their shit together, the it is the Illuminati. They they can control most things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's weird what they can do. If someone came up to me and said they were in the Illuminati, I'd probably 
not believe them but if they had the right vibe there's a good chance i definitely would yeah illuminati is like um all the best people are in it pretty much well defined like johnny depp is in it johnny depp's in it no yeah dude he's he's in it johnny depp's in it where did you hear that seth rogan's in it uh Fred and Carrie are in it. Why would they let those people in the Illuminati? Because they got Skittles on their shit. Everyone has skills, man. Everyone is is innately... Everyone innately has recently acquired records, and everyone has skills. But when people take their skills to the next fucking level, come to the Illuminati. Join us. Join our triangle. I just figured the Illuminati was all about politics. I could see why they would control people like that. But let him into the Illuminati? After see. feeling the strength of the Illuminati, I have lost faith in spirituality. Um, you only believe I've, in the Illuminati, not Yeah, I, I, I'm totally, totally just gung-ho about just the Illuminati. That's It's so powerful and, and so crazy and so powerful. And they got their shit down. Would you join? Given the opportunity. I'd join that shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah? But what if you were sworn to secrecy? Had to completely change your life and live by their rules for the rest of your life? Yeah. Um, let's, let us expose the Illuminati in this podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure <laughs> people more capable than us have tried. Yeah, yeah. I and think we it's, haven't heard from them I think since. it's like uh, a thing they do. A thing they do in the Illuminati. They're like, all right, guys. If, this is the Illuminati talking about me. They're like, all right, guys. Palos 26... And it's pretty dang funny. Let's. He's a threat. <laughs> yeah, he's a threat to the Illuminati. No, they'll they'll uh, when when weird things are happening in your life. Uh, for example, imagine I'm in Hayes Valley doing cocaine and uh, doing uh, Bikram yoga in the middle of the street. Cocaine and yoga at the same. Yeah. Time. So so here's here's kind of a uh, the main trick of the Illuminati. So I'm 26 years old. I have a gram of, of Latino Coke, and I'm doing Bikram yoga on the street, on the sidewalk. Okay. The Illuminati, all the cool guys and the cool guys and girls in the Illuminati, they'll be like, guys, feel this. What, is that, what does that mean to the... The Illuminati, I'm doing Bikram yoga with a gram of Coke who, in Hayes Valley, who is and the Illuminati is like, guys, feel this. Johnny Depp, Brad Pitt, Fred, Kerry, Aziz, feel this. Aziz, feel this Aziz, moment. I'm sorry. Yeah, feel this. I think you're just naming a comedy group here. No, I'm not just naming people. I'm saying that's what the Illuminati does. They'll be like, "All right, guys, feel this." When when you hear the when you hear the term "feel this," what is? What the fuck was that? Oh, that was the oh the. I'm not sure, but it was ominous at the. That right was someone time. with a with no hand playing a guitar. Feel okay. this. Take my strong hand. Ada <laughs> bear. Um, if you say feel this talking about a crazy guy on the street, I would think you're about to drop a really good insult on that guy. Like, oh, what is he doing? Feel this you're about to roast him. I don't have one on the yeah. top of my head, but yeah, all the cool people in the Illuminati are like, feel this guys. Is that, is that their feel the power, feel the strength, <laughs> the strength of the <laughs> cocaine yogi, cocaine brickham. Oh, the Bikram, the Bikram. Yeah. Because, you know, Bikram is really healthy for you, so it balances out. Yeah, make you sweat. Fucking Bikram's usually in a in a heated room. It's San Francisco. Everyone knows yeah. the yoga lingo. Yoga. Uh, chakra. Uh, they'll say things like... Sometimes in yoga classes, they'll do like this... Uh, recently, cry records. Uh, they'll uh, they'll uh, play... They'll do a shavasana. 
Not Shavasana, but they'll... Shavasana, yeah. That's a, well, that's the one where you fucking lay down like a pencil. I'm... But at some studios, they do this like dope ass accordion remix of some Indian hymn or something before the class, like some spiritual yogi at the front of the class, they'll, they'll pull out an accordion and do some type of, uh, like uh, very spiritual Indian remix of spiritual accordions. Yeah. And I'm like, you should have chosen a meditation bowl or a fingernail guitar. Uh, but they use an accordion. I'm like, uh, Italians use accordions, not Indians. And they, there's like notes on the accordion, and there's like, it looks like a typewriter. I want to go to this accordion Bikram cocaine yoga. That sounds fun. <laughs> like that just sounds so eclectic. Yeah. Open up whatever chakra is left. Maybe go past the seven up to my eighth chakra, which is sacral. It's all about the sh- the sacral. Your sacral chakra is like right under your belly button and in your hips. Mm. It represents the uh, your sexuality and your base think, energy, right? In your base energy, your root chakra, sacral. So going up from the bottom. So just so just so we're all aware of what I think. I correct me if I'm wrong. This is yeah. what I've learned about chakras. Red is at the bottom. I'm assuming that's yeah. sacral. Then it's orange, yellow, green. I know green is at your heart. Yeah. Then light blue. I think that's your throat. And the third eye is like an indigo. Yeah, above indigo. Your forehead. And wow, dude, you got the color. Bro's got I just the remember, colors. And then there's the magenta one at the top. I just remember the colors, but they're all. You just pulled the out the massive preset KSD. There's a there's a synth preset called Colors, and it pushes foam like. Uh, that's music talk, but. Yeah, the sacral chakra is all about like uh, passion and sexuality, and it's orange and lots of energy from your sacral root chakra. Um, a lot of it is a lot of it is uh, feeling feeling your your life and your and your energy in your hips, and you can almost push down on your on your hips to like I I usually push down on my like my thighs. Like my my groin area, I, I push it down because in orange chakra there's lots of rising. Uh, mm. I've noticed in your sacral chakra energies rise, fluctuate up and down. Uh, so you need to like keep it centered and push it down. Actually, like feel it push down, and it almost feels like um, you're on drugs sometimes. That's fun. Yeah. To what do you know about chakras? Not much. I, you're you're a white face type three with a uh, six three with a uh, with a tag hero hey, watch. Hey, I am more than just what my body looks like. Yeah, but what else do you know about chakras and energy? I thought that they were just very specific pressure points where nerves meet up. I feel like there's pressure points where energies. People say, oh. That person has a great energy. I love their aura, but it's mm. true. Yeah, certain people people just feel like it's, colors. It's probably the mo- your energy and your chakra is probably the most constant thing that you. Here's a question. Yeah, yeah, totally. What's your favorite color? Orange. And then, okay, great. That, I was about to ask. I was like, how does that line up with your idea of chakras? And you were journey. just describing the orange journey. Uh, journey. Um, I think. Oh shit, there's the Jesus poster with glitter on it. Oh shit, my mic. Okay, there you go. What did you say about orange chakra? What'd you say? You just said your favorite color was orange. And orange, yeah, that, orange. You were talking about the sacral chakra, which you says yeah. orange and red. 
So that's what I think when people say auras, they can compare. Yeah, for me, orange chakra is, okay, I live my life to its best ability. But uh, in orange chakra... Uh, I thought you were lazy chakra. Yeah, that's my... You're tuning in at the PCRcollective.org. This is your host, Lazy Chakra, with the Here and Meow podcast. Yeah, so orange chakra is... It's like a... For me, it's okay. I try to live my best life, mm. and have an orange chakra means you are innately noticed. But when you do possess any chakra, from the spine to your third eye, uh, we take ownership of that color, of that energy, of that strength or weakness. And what happens is is that when you do focus on your energy and your chakra, um, people will start to notice you. Mm. People will start to notice you and notice something special about your energy. And what does that mean for us with the ownership of of, of our energy? You know, We need to not just harness our energy, but we need to... We need to know that it's that things people notice things about us. We all have yeah. energies. We all have chakras. What um, I think is really important that plays into this. And have you ever heard of synesthesia? Uh, no. Tell me. Synesthe- Enlighten me. Synesthesia is when you have your senses get mixed up. So you'll hear. Yeah. So when you listen to music, you'll actually hear the notes playing, in, or you'll see colors, in, or you when you smell something you'll be reminded of looking back on a memory so i think a lot of what people do when you meet someone and you associate their energy how they're acting with a color i think that's what people mean by auras it's really kind of a minor synesthesia thing of course there are people out there who will eat something and immediately feel i don't know pain in their knees or something like that they just get totally. wiring gets crossed and i gotta think that when people mean when people talk about their auras or the aura of a person it's something in their brain where they just that idea of that person, the way they act or those behaviors got associated with this color. So I think that's where the idea of colors for chakra or auras came. It doesn't actually discredit it to me. It just explains where it comes from. And I think that gives a really solid basis for people getting a feeling. And then I think oracles and all those people that can like read chakras. It's really just them being very well associated with drawing those connections. Yeah. Yeah, chakra is is totally a connection between things in your life and your feelings and your connection with people in the world. Very probably. Oh, yeah. There's this gay guy. Some fuckers are whistling outside. Carnival's tomorrow, motherfuckers. Latinos, whistle tomorrow. No whistling tonight, little spicks. Carnival? Yeah, carnival. Wow, that is loud. I think the best thing about Mexicans is the conga drum and the marimba whistle. That is the best thing about Mexicans? <laughs> Mexicans got their percussion down fucking hard. Let's talk about Mexicans, yeah. So that's Chakra. You're tuning in at PCRcollective.org, the Here and Meow 